So I've got news for you. You could be an extremist. Yeah, you start out your Monday morning, go into social media and read that you're a radical for praying the rosary. What? I'm going to talk about that. I'm Jake with my wife, Kathy. Let's rock the house with another episode of Truth Pop. I'm going to drop some truth bombs for you. This is Truth Pop. This is Truth Pop with Jake and Kathy. Yeah, instead of who wants to be a millionaire, it's who wants to be a radical. And apparently you are. If you pray the rosary, yeah, literally, not so ironic, on the Feast of the Assumption, this author for the Atlantic, let's pray for him. Let's, let's lift him up in prayer. His, name, his first name is Daniel. I don't want to give his last name. First name, Daniel. We'll pray for him. He wrote an article which <laughs> titling it, How Extremist Gun Culture is Trying to Co-Opt the Rosary. Subtext, why are sacramental beads suddenly showing up next to AR-15s online? All right, so you're, you, maybe you'll be exhausted reading through this. You know, if you can't stomach it, that's fine. I'll just sum it up for you. First two lines, he says, just as the AR-15 rifle has become a sacred object for Christian nationalists in general, the rosary has acquired a militaristic meaning for radical traditional or rad trad Catholics. On this extremist fringe, rosary beads have been woven into a conspiratorial politics and absolutist gun culture. These armed radical traditionalists have taken up a spiritual notion that the rosary can be a weapon in the fight against evil and turned it into something dangerously literal. All right, so he's right in the fact that, yeah, sorry, maybe we are extremists because we really do believe that the rosary can fight evil. And he's wrong in saying that simply because we as Catholics pray the rosary that we're more likely to pick up a rifle. All right, so he's he's using general, vague, unfounded claims to attack what is the most important prayer that we as Catholics have other than the Mass. The rosary is the most peaceful, meditative prayer that we have in our beautiful Catholic faith. He clearly doesn't understand what the rosary is. If we're going to be labeled extremists because of it, then so be it. All right, so people on social media definitely defending the rosary. In this episode, we wanted to just talk about why pray the rosary, why it matters. An article from uh, EWTN, I believe was the Catholic News Agency, they said that over the past couple of days, uh, orders for rosaries have gone through the roof because people are buying rosaries because of this article, which is awesome. But why pray it though? Because... Sometimes people say, oh, it's just a boring prayer. You're just repeating things or you don't need to pray to Mary. You know, just go to Jesus. We can address those things. But first and foremost that we want to talk about is, yes, the rosary can fight evil. It's a spiritual battle. St. Padre Pio was quoted saying, hand me my weapon. The rosary is a weapon, but it's a spiritual weapon. The Catholic gentleman listed some other quotes from saints that also supported this claim that the rosary is a spiritual weapon. St. Francis de Sales says, The greatest method of praying is to pray the rosary. Blessed Pope Pius IX said, Give me an army saying the rosary, and I will conquer the world. Look at St. Jose Maria Escriva, founder of Opus Dei. He said, The holy rosary is a powerful weapon. 
Use it with confidence and you'll be amazed at the results. And Pope Pius XI said, the rosary is a powerful weapon to put the demons to flight and to keep oneself from sin. If you desire peace in your hearts, in your homes, and in your country, assemble each evening to recite the rosary. Look, I I don't think that we as Catholics often realize the spiritual war that's beyond us. In our midst, we just can't see it. We can't see the demons that surround this world because of the evil of abortion, because of the evils that are permeating pop culture. I mean, look at Disney. Do you not think that that's a spiritual battle going on right now, invading the hearts and minds of young children to think that it's okay to change your gender? Like That's a spiritual war. And the way to fight it is by picking up the rosary. So how did the rosary come about? Dr. Edward Sri wrote the book, Praying the Rosary Like Never Before. It's a wonderful book, and you can learn a lot from it. There are several origins of the rosary. Back in the medieval time, monasteries would have a structured prayer where they would pray 150 psalms from the Bible. And they wanted to give this to the lady. However, most lady at that time couldn't read or afford a Psalter or the Bible. Therefore, they taught them to pray the prayer, the Our Father, 150 times. Now, eventually, the prayer, the Hail Mary, was developed in a way to honor the fulfillment of the New Testament of the coming Christ through the Virgin Mary, and also with Elizabeth's word when she was inspired by the Holy Spirit. Eventually, this was put on beads, and they would pray 150 Hail Marys, and they would divide it up into 10 decades and then put an Our Father at the beginning. And eventually the glory be was added at the end. They would also contemplate Christ's life, and therefore the mysteries were developed. And we have today the joyful mysteries, the sorrowful mysteries, and the glorious mysteries. And then in 2002, Pope John Paul II added the luminous mysteries. There's another tradition that St. Dominic had an apparition of Mary in the year 1221, and she herself gave him the prayer of the rosary, and she told him to teach people this devotion and gave him 15 promises to those who would recite it faithfully. The promises are really beautiful, and you you can look them up too, but basically the promises are that Mary will protect people who pray the rosary and give them abundant grace, protecting them, especially at the hour of their death, and protect them from hell and purgatory and deliver them straight to heaven. Now, you might say, why should I pray the rosary? That seems so outdated, so irrelevant, and it's boring too. Well, I used to think that growing up, I used to feel like I was like forced to pray the rosary and I got so bored and it didn't really mean much to me. It wasn't until later when I was in a really difficult time in my life, I started praying the rosary and I started to learn how to contemplate the mysteries of Christ's life. The rosary became alive in my heart and I no longer felt like the rosary was a boring prayer. I remember one time I was contemplating the sorrowful mysteries And I started bursting into tears, realizing how much Jesus gave up for me 
And if he's willing to give up his life for me, I can give him anything. Pope John Paul II talks about how the rosary has been compared to the rhythm of breathing. Pope John Paul II says, it's a loving repetition that embodies the desire for Christ to become the breath, soul, and all of one's life. The rosary is a really beautiful prayer that can give you a profound encounter with Jesus, especially as you meditate on his mysteries. And one beautiful thing about the rosary is you don't have to pay attention to the words that you're praying. You can contemplate the mysteries and contemplate different parts of it. You can also pray for people while you're praying. You don't have to pray it all at once. You can definitely divide it up and pray it whenever, wherever, kind of like a portable chapel. Some people think that Jesus rebuked repetitious prayer when he said, do not pray as the pagans do. However, right after he said that, he gave the prayer of the Our Father. Praying the rosary is kind of like saying to your spouse, I love you. You don't say I love you just once and that's it. You say I love you all the time. It's okay to continuously say those prayers because they mean a lot to Jesus. And the prayers that we're praying, especially the first part of the Hail Mary, is directly from the Bible. The second part of the Hail Mary is asking for Mary for her to pray for us. An intercession is very powerful and important to God. We do not worship Mary. We honor her and we ask her for her prayers. When we pray the Hail Mary, Jesus is actually the center of the prayer. The middle line of the Hail Mary is, Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. St. Pope John Paul II says that Jesus' holy name not only serves as the hinge joining the two parts of the Hail Mary, but also this prayer's very center of gravity. The Hail Mary is meant to lead us to Jesus, to be the center of our life. Sometimes people pray the rosary too quickly and they miss the profound effect of Jesus's name. Dr. Sri suggests that we can use the name Jesus as a speed bump. We can slow down as we approach his name and we can pay careful attention when we say, blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus, and we can speak his name with tender love. Some people think that they have to pray a perfect rosary and pay attention to every word and contemplate the mysteries perfectly, but the rosary is not meant to be prayed perfectly. Yeah, Kathy, I'm so glad you mentioned that because I'm someone who, you know, I I try to pray the rosary perfectly sometimes, and I'm always like repeating Hail Marys if I feel like I didn't pray it right, but um, Dr. Shri talks about how it's sort of an analogy for when a little child draws a picture and gives the picture to his mom or dad. Well, if it's a child, it's probably not, you know, a, uh, a Van Gogh, right? It's probably not a perfect painting. And yet the child gives it with love and the parent sees that love, sees the effort, even if it's not perfect, still appreciates what went into that picture. And so just, you know, I comfort myself with that. And if you struggle with maybe perfectionism and prayer, or maybe you just get distracted and I just want to encourage you, don't, don't let that stop you from praying the rosary. Just look at it as that imperfect drawing that you're just giving to 
our mother Mary and our mother Mary gives that picture, that drawing to Jesus places at his feet and they just look at it with so much tender love. They're not judging you for getting distracted. And again, it's a reminder for myself as, you know, as, as much as anyone else. Now, Jake and I pray the rosary every day and we also pray an extra decade every day and we contemplate specifically the nativity of Jesus. Yeah, we, we pray the nativity because as you may know, if you're following this podcast over the past year or so, um, Kathy and I are struggling dealing with uh, infertility. Um, you know, doctors told us that it's very unlikely that we'll be able to conceive. We continue to hold on to hope for a miracle. We decided to pray the, the, the decade, specifically uh, the third joyful mystery, the nativity, for that miracle of conceiving. And we wanted to just invite you to pray with us um, you know, pray for us and join in with your own intentions, but just, you know, really contemplating on like what it felt like the night Jesus was born. One thing I really like to think about is how Mary sitting with the child Jesus, we like to think that it was such a ro- a rosy, cozy night that, oh, the, you know, the star was shining and it, it was a beautiful night. Don't get me wrong, but there was probably a little bit of trepidation too. You know, Joseph and Mary, were given this great blessing of raising the Son of God, and they didn't know what was next. They didn't know what tomorrow would bring. They held on to immense trust, faith, and surrender, knowing that God would guide them, just as they were alerted when King Herod was going to, he he was out to kill the child Jesus, and so they fled to Egypt as a way to hide. So they were completely entrusted to God's care through it all, and I think that's just kind of a comfort to me, and uh, just knowing that, yeah, we don't know the answers. We don't know if we'll be granted a miracle of conceiving a child. And as much as we want that, um, I'm just so inspired by Mary's trust and just the way that she completely surrendered to God's will. So that's the prayer that I look at. And whatever you glean from when you think about the nativity, uh, let's just pray that together. And again, we can just put all of our all, all of our worries, our anxieties, our fears, our lack of trust that maybe we're holding on, holding on to right now. Let's pray that decade together. And again, let's pray the rosary just with faith and conviction that it is a spiritual weapon for our times, that we can believe that this is a powerful prayer that is defeating the enemy as we speak. So join us now, the third joyful mystery, the nativity. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. 
Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell, lead all souls to heaven, especially those in most need of thy mercy. In the name of the Father, and of the, the Son, Son, and of the Holy, Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. Amen. Yeah, I know that we don't normally pray the rosary together on Truth Pop, but we just really felt called given the events of this week and the attacks on the rosary. We really shouldn't be surprised that this type of article was written uh, in the Atlantic. And I think that honestly we can just expect these attacks on the Catholic faith to ramp up more because we're living in the midst of this spiritual battle, which is heightened. Jesus predicted that it would happen, but stay true, stay strong, and keep praying the rosary every day. If there's one piece of advice that we would give you throughout this whole conversation is pray the rosary every day. It's okay if you're not praying it perfectly again, but just know that you are being protected by Blessed Mother, by the saints and angels. And Jesus is holding you close in his sacred heart when you cling to the rosary. Hold it in your pocket throughout the day. If you're scared about something going on at work right now, or if you're having a family issue, if you're having just difficulties with discerning something in your life, just like Kathy and I are with our infertility, turn to the rosary, turn to our mother Mary. Again, we don't worship Mary, but she is our mother she loves you so much, and she is holding you as she would her own child. She is your spiritual mother who loves you and is protecting you in the spiritual battle. So don't be afraid and just cling to the hope and the peace of the rosary. Know that we're praying with you every single night as well. This is Truth Pop.